0: Welcome to Cats by 90, a podcast dedicated to you, the Big Blue Nation. Basketball, football, and the latest recruiting news. If it's Kentucky sports,
1: then it's here
0: on Cats by 90. Now, from SB Nation's A Sea of Blue, your hosts, Big Blue Drew and Aaron Gershon.
1: Hello, thanks for joining us on the Cats by 90 podcast brought to you by SB Nations, sea of sea blue, Drew Brown, Aaron Gershon today, and whoo, a day that will live in college basketball infamy nation as far as, you know, just days to remember, weeks to remember, a month to remember, just a bizarre, bizarre, and I still can't wrap my head around everything, Aaron, and I guess I should specify today is, Wednesday, March eleventh. It's about eight forty, and it's very likely to have some breaking news while we're on the podcast i at bet That the SEC is going to follow suit, but damn, Aaron, I do not know where to even begin. We can skip the pleasantries today because what it is it?
0: It's just it's craziness, and you know, put, I mean, you're going to have the president talking at nine, and it could just be more than sports that comes up at that conversation. But seeing obviously every significant college tournament as of now is going on with no fans um i still don't think as jeff goodman reported who you and i both met last year um this tournament cancellation is not out of the woods yet and right now there's a crisis going on in an nba game with the thunder and the jazz and okc where they just randomly postpone play um rumors are that rudy gobert um has been ill for several days. Um, not saying if it's obviously coronavirus-related, but that would be the safe assumption, and it's hard to tell what, exactly what's going on there, but pandemonium, the game just was postponed suddenly, and they're telling media and everyone to just go home, so I don't know. This is a scary, scary time.
1: Yeah, and I definitely have to say before we get started on this, so I have had several hours to calm down, just kind of <laughs> wrapping my head around this. I mean, we're like 24 hours removed from like, hey, we're going to have extra hand sanitizer at the arenas to like the tournament might get canceled. So that's I've had perfect. a chance to calm down, but that's still being said, i probably going to drop some F-bombs in this one. So if you have children that are listening, we will be kind of marking this one explicit because... I'm fucking pissed there. Like, I, and like, I have to say, too, that I'm approaching this from a complete selfish point of view. I want to get that out of the way right from the beginning. I apologize. I'm not trying to be sensitive because with the more research I do every hour that goes by, like this is something serious. And, you know, taking any precaution, you know, is a smart way to go. So I'm not I'm not mad at, you know, why we have to do this and that it's being done. But it fucking sucks. I'm so upset. The fact that selfishly you know it's looking very likely I guess that you know I will probably not maybe not I guess be able to cover the SEC tournament on Friday NCAA tournament's looking even worse so it fucking sucks
0: yeah this is uh it's hard to put words into it right this is something nobody has ever seen before I just obviously a lot of our listeners will know Dick Gabriel who's been Covering UK since the seventies. And he said he's never seen anything like it. So I was going to ask. That, I was
1: anxious to hear his yeah, opinion about he's it. i never seen anything
0: right. like it. And he's, he's just as confused and stunned and probably a little nervous as we are. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I am as disappointed as just like you that I'm, uh, pretty worried. I mean, I'm pretty upset that, um, there's not going to be. Fans of the tournament, we might not even be invited to the tournament and that's upsetting. Um, but I do think now that like you have had time to just think about everything, cope with it. It, they're doing, I think they're doing the right thing. Um, I'm a little concerned that it might, I think it might even be as I know this sounds shitty, but I think it might be the right thing to call it off because think about it this way, right? One player gets it. One coach gets it. Then you're quarantining that entire team. You're quarantining their opponent. You're quarantining the officials. Pretty much anybody who is in, like, on the court, like, photog- if you're going to have media, photographers, I mean, God knows how many people would affect. And is, is it at risk really worth it? And I know this tournament means a ton to everybody, including you and I, Um, especially in our state in Kentucky. This is everything. But this is unprecedented. Unpre- We've never seen anything quite like this and drastic time it's just we don't know and the best thing to do is keep everyone separated and just play it safe for you know for grandma and grandpa's sake for our parents sake just for I mean even if you and I aren't at the in the at risk category we definitely know somebody and love somebody that is and we definitely are going to know people affected by this and it's just it's hard to fathom, even trying to play these games and risking anybody or anything. And if we've seen anything, we've seen that the president had a scare. Congressmen and women are having scares. The health minister in UK is having scares. Nobody is immune to this. Not even the people with the most power.
1: Yeah. So that seems to be the question. Then, right? I guess that's the big unanswered question. Then is what if someone was the test positive? for the coronavirus that's, you know, involved with the team, on a team, fans sent behind the bench, then what do you do? I think that's like the last lingering question of should the tournament be canceled? Because, and again, I understand why they have to do it. I mean, you have to do something, you know, you can't just sit around doing nothing. The NCAA announces they're not going to have fans. The big 12 just said it. The SEC is coming down the pipe. Someone's probably drafting the statement right now, if I had to guess. So I get that you have to do something, but then Everybody knows, I mean, could this help limit some of the exposure, of not having fans in the arena? Sure. But they're just going to go congregate in bars, things like that. So, you know, I think that question's kind of answered. You could still play this tournament without necessarily exposing a bunch of additional people. Yes. You know, at least on the sides of having fans. But the, your point's another question. What did, what would we do if a team was disqualified? I don't know. I don't have the answer, but I still just feel like. Play the tournament, and I guess, you know, we have to cross that bridge if we get there because if you don't play it, nobody's a winner. And it just – man, it just seems so crazy to me to think about a college basketball season that, like, it's, like, the most definitive ending sport, like, yes. and it just to be over. So it's freaking – it's just – it's bad shit right now. It's just and unprecedented. I mean, it's,
0: nobody knows to be what – Nobody knows what the hell's going on. It's really – None of. I mean, I I just don't have words for it. This none of us has No one has seen anything like it. I mean, God only knows. You're looking around the world right now. I mean, Italy, which is one of the most developed, beautiful countries with very great people. You know, kind of very similar style of life that we have here, and their their entire country is under lockdown. I mean, you're seeing univer. My university closed. My brother's school back home is closed you're seeing almost everything from sports to school to yeah, church I was, people in Kentucky. I was reading a lot more about Italy. Like,
1: you know, these people, these people kind of pleading and writing letters and it's just so hard nowadays. Aaron, damn, to get like a realistic picture. Cause you just, you just get so much content. Today was like the most really? content packed day. Like my phone battery's hit. I'm trying to charge it now, yeah. but I have been looking into more, reading a little bit more about what's going on in Italy. And I think that's probably the best, like, Humanity, like scientific government regulation aspect of it is the right. fact that we're trying to avoid becoming Italy where like they're exactly. basically all self quarantined, like can't leave the house. And I hadn't thought about this much. I try to always, you know, say I'm grateful and I'm thankful, like compared to other countries and stuff. But like the the thought of being sick, like being sick enough to where you man, I need to go to the hospital or the doctor and them just being so overloaded that you can't like not being able to get that treatment is terrifying as hell
0: terrifying terrifying i mean this that's the scariest thing with this disease right is there's no vaccine vaccine again no one's immune to it uh there's no way there's no real cure or treatment so basically a lot of people who are at these at-risk categories and you know what there have been people who haven't been at the at-risk category still struggling with it they're going to need special care they're going to need to be in hospitals and we might not have the beds for it. And that's crazy to think about, given this country, the development and everything, but it's where we're at. And we just can't risk having any... We can't risk getting there. And I don't know if we're going to be in... A, I don't think this country is going to be locked down. I sure the hell hope not. Um But at this point, I'm open for all these type... All these precautions at this point are understood. I'm all for them. I know it sucks. Me and you have worked our asses off to you know, talked about all year to the tournament. This is what, you know, I know the, the players, it sucks for most for them, especially seniors. Um, it sucks for the fans who have already bought tickets. And I'm not saying we're uh, above them. That's not at all what I'm saying, but people kind of overlook the fact that, Hey, you know, all of us that cover the sport, we don't just do it because we can write a good paper or we can, you know, ask decent questions or have the outlet to be on a podcast or on radio or whatever you know, we love this damn game. We love all these sports and and we love showing up. And, you know, just like the players, we're counting down the days till March. We want to also for us, it's a chance to travel. We get to go to places where some of us haven't been in this country. It's just an exciting time. I know last year was my first time in Jacksonville, and I know it might not be the most exciting city in the world, but the fact I got to, you know, be at an NCAA tournament and go to a place I've never been before and experience all that was something I'll never forget. And I know this is temporary. It's probably only going to be one year. I mean, I would think. Uh, but it, it's all understood. its I think at, we have to put disappointment aside and just be like, hey, man, is it really worth risking so many lives? And, you know, I was reading people in Italy, they're ignoring calls for people who are having seizures and heart attacks. Like, do we really want that?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a hundred percent with you on the fact that, man, I was trying not to act like a little bitch about it, but like <laughs> I do, I was thinking all day about, it. I do a lot of things. Like I love pretty much all of this stuff, but there's definitely days when it's a grind. I've sacrificed a lot of time away from the family. Yeah. So I was excited too. And I'd be lying if I said, you know, it was like kind of like my reward, my pie in the sure. sky. Hey, I'm going to get to travel around the postseason, potentially see, you know, Kentucky make another deep turn around and just, you know, Get the sale as a part of that. So yeah. Good news is that that's still on the table, I guess. Um, bad news is that every hour that goes by, I don't I don't see us making it I, would just, it I guess it'd be eight more days. Yeah. I'm not trying to um, sound but then, like. so with, let me pose this question to you, ahead Aaron, it. real quick. So part of me, I guess maybe I'm trying to convince myself of this, but part of me wants to argue that media presence is gonna be that much more needed now because obviously there's, yeah. you know, less spectator eyes to keep things honest to provide that point of view. So I'm kind of selfishly, I guess, again, hoping that maybe the NCAA will kind of credential and allow the same amount of uh, essential personnel as they're calling it so guys like us can kind of get in there and at least kind of, you know, provide our experience, you know, since so many people are going to miss out on it. But obviously you could definitely make a case, probably a much stronger case, that,
0: you know, just limiting the amount of people in the arena as much as possible is going to be the route they choose. Personally, I'm at the point where as a media member, obviously – Hopefully you and I will have the decisions to make for ourselves and the people we love most, whether or not we're going to go and subject ourselves to it. And I'm personally at the point where I know you are, but I'm at the point. The only reason I'm not is I'm not worried about myself. I'm just worried about my loved ones who have, you know, are at risk. And I know, for example, my girlfriend, her grandmother lives at home with them. She's 80 years old and she's not in great health. She's been through a lot. Um, And I I don't know if I'd ever be able to live with if I pick something up at the tournament and I gave her a hug and a week later she's gone. I don't think I'd be able to live with that. And I am – trust me, I don't want to miss this damn tournament at all. I would fucking go to Seattle if it was what it is, and that's how bad it is right now in Seattle. But it just scares the hell out of me for the people that I care about who are older and I think people are – being a little, not you, obviously, I'm not, I'm saying people on Twitter that are calling this the flu or calling this a common cold are being as selfish as hell. That's my point. I I mean, I don't think, I I don't think this is the plague. I don't think this is a zombie apocalypse, (laughs) but I think it's selfish as hell for the people who are calling it the common cold on Twitter to be begging for their tournaments to be played. Take a step back and think for a second. Yeah, I think over the last even few hours, I feel like like today, especially that the actual
1: implications and more like tangible facts about this virus kind of came out. And hopefully now more people are starting, I guess, see some validity in it. But yeah, I mean, I'm typing that now. I'm like typing up our, like (laughs) our podcast, like bullet points. when we post this and it's like yesterday it was more hand sanitizer and today no (laughs) fans are on the NCAA tournament. So I still firmly believe though there's just such an amount of like, Shit, man! When a snowball gets rolling on the internet and on Twitter specifically, like there's just no stopping it. Like you could just feel, you could sense it from this morning when things just really started heating up, heating up. And then sure enough, it was you know mid late afternoon. The NCAA right. makes the announcements, then the Big Twelve. Now I'm I'm keep refreshing my thing. I'm sure the SEC's coming. So and I kind of thought too, and I was like, man, there's gonna be that last don't take my guns, SEC crowd. It's like they're going to be the ones to do it their way. And I was kind of excited about that. But, again, the way that things were trending, I mean, everybody's hands are tied at this point. There can't be one conference that does something differently just because of that. And I think there's also definitely a certain element, and I'm not saying it's wrong or right. It's just the the world that we live in to where, like, a bunch of this also is just trying to mitigate – an entity's exposure sure. or whatever to you know bad publicity actually getting people sick you know things like that so it's a lot of covering ass right now too you know what i mean so it's just yeah. and it's not gonna stop i guess is the whole reason i like put it that way because yeah. it's just every little thing is just impact it's just like a domino thing where right. people are having to fall in line with their industry or whatever i right. going through it at work
0: yeah it, it, i know my mom personally she works in an office and they're they're not closing yet, but they're doing a test run to see how, you know, shit would go when this happens. I think for a lot of people, it's when, not if I don't think again, I don't think there'll be lockdowns. I sure the hell hope not. Um, I'll tell you this, though, personally, uh, I am going home next week. It's spring break for us, regardless of what is going on with classes. And, um, you know, I don't get to go home often to my girlfriend and I are planning Was to fly. We canceled that flight and we are driving because we're just not willing to get subjected to it. And if you think about it, not every school that's going to participate in the NCAA tournament, like, you know, the Northern Kentucky's, the Robert Morris's of the world, you know, even though they make the tournament, they still fly commercial on these things. I mean, there's just so many factors that, like you said, the Twitter crowd, the, you know, come get it from me crowd, the, (laughs) uh, you know, I'll die before any of this happens crowd. It just don't think about. And we need to just be open minded. And I, I get that, you know, uh, also that there are parts of this that are becoming politicized too. And people are buying into that notion. That shit's got to stop too. I mean, it's really, you got to just be a realist at this point. And this is where we're, we are. This is what it is. It's at this point, let's be happy we have basketball. Um, and it's going to be weird as hell because no fans. Have you seen the video going around of the Villanova yeah, shot? Yeah, did see that. Yeah, so that's probably yeah. – You yeah.
1: mentioned that to me before that video You're even right. got made. That's like been my example. a
0: specific play, yeah, like
1: of what if that was in... – So, all right, I have two points on this. And one, I haven't heard anyone talking about this. And yeah. I was trying to figure out how to, like, frame this stuff up to, like – so everybody's been in, like, a high school gym when there's, like – so if it's just family allowed, right? Let's say they give each player two. They haven't decided. They said family. So I would assume maybe each player gets a person or two that they can bring something like that. Dude, those families are going to get rowdy, man. Cause you're going to be able to hear everything. The other family saying, you know, like he can't go left or whatever. Right. You see it in high school gyms all the time. And then before you know it, they're going to be John back and forth. And so I think that's going to be interesting if they just allow immediate family in an empty arena, because like I said, they're going to be able to hear each other. It's going to be kind of weird. Sure. And then secondly, I wanted to ask you, Aaron, like, so two things, I guess one this is gonna impact officiating one way or the other. It just is the way that they call the game because it's gonna be so different for them. We know they're so easily swayed. Yeah. So how do you think it impacts that? And then secondly, no crowd help or
0: help or hurt the cats or doesn't matter. That's wow. I, I would say this. I would say I don't know if it necessarily hurts or helps anyone. But but what I would say is I think it puts the teams that don't have any fans at a disadvantage. Like, typically, UK is going to have more than a Lehigh or last year a Wofford. And I think that when those teams start getting hot, they kind of ride off their crowd because the guys that are there are, you know, they're there, they're rowdy. they're The diehards go for those schools. Like, when you and I covered the tournament last year, the Albaline Christian had fans there. And those are the diehards. Those are the alums, right? So I think that's going to hurt the upset. I think it'll be a benefit. If it's a really a benefit, I would think the positive, it would favor the teams that are favored. Um Wow, breaking news I'll get to in a second here. But, um yeah, I would say it favors the teams that's favored because there's going to be no momentum for the, that team that, you know, is was the Cinderella. And I, I just – I don't know. I, I I don't know if it I – think, I think if anything we're going to learn who the best team really is from this because there won't be any fans riding. There's going to be nothing, literally no distractions if you look at it that way. It's going to be you, uh, the court, and the ten guys on each team, and maybe your folks in the crowd and the officials. So. Well, what if – what if this was a season like
1: 2015 or some of those North Carolina years, even Duke last year? People would have said it, but like where there was a consensus number one overall team in the country that everyone just thought he's going to win it, deserves to win it. I think it'd be a totally different vibe right now. People would just feel like they're getting cheated. Yes. um I think since it is so open this year, I haven't really got that. That nobody's really being like, oh man, they're they're robbing us. We you know we were going to make a final four, we were going to make a championship game. So it kind of has a, a weird vibe from that, but. I just don't know, man. I, again, I have to assume that the officiating is going to be so much different. These damn dude, do- they've never made calls and, and done a game in a uh, empty arena. No. And, you know, who knows how long? Maybe they did high school games way back when, but they're probably just so used to like nonverbal cues. And no, this is going to be know, the, unprecedented. the home crowd, the away crowd. So it, it, I think that's going to be something to keep around. I can only assume it's going to be better though. I would assume I would they could think. be better at their job with less distractions, but hell, they've college refs will amaze you at, you know, every turn <laughs> of the corner.
0: So, Well, let, it, here's it some just, breaking news. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Jazz Center, and point guard Emmanuel Moutier of the Utah Jazz are being taken to uh, a hospital in Oklahoma City to be tested for coronavirus. My guess is if that those come back positive, all sports are off. That would be Oh, guess. yeah, I agree. No I agree. doubt. And even if yeah. that's – so that would be your answer – as to what happened James. and the SEC just announced <laughs> every hour well, dude, we got more SEC will not allow fans starting tomorrow SEC yeah, tournament so coming. we knew that was coming that's official now and we we just right now whether you hate Google.com, them whether, yeah, yeah, check it out <laughs> But whether you hate them love them yeah. uh, want to kill them want to marry them uh, you have the president speaking right now uh, obviously I don't know what he's saying quite yet but it's important it doesn't matter if you know anyone's in office, we got to know, man, know let's, what's going on. Let's just
1: wrap this, let's just wrap this shit up. I want to go hear what's going on. I think you're absolutely right about um that. If those players test positive for, for the coronavirus, sports are canceled. Everything's canceled. What a shit show of a day, shit show of a week. Um I, I don't know. I guess the positives we'll, we'll close it out with yeah. is, as of now, postseason basketball will be played. Yes. If they don't cancel the tournament, I think that's
0: uh, positive as we're going to get. And what a shit show of a day. And on a positive, you and I are healthy, your family's healthy, mine's, let's keep it that way. That is the most important thing (laughs) right now. I love basketball. I want to see basketball next week, but right now I give more about my family, my loved ones, you, everyone I care about. I don't want anyone getting sick, and I want this shit to go away so we can get back to life as normal. Uh, get some sports in baseball season's coming i mean this is a great time of year and let's get back to it as soon as possible always a voice
1: of reason good <laughs> stuff aaron and then hopefully i will see you i know we keep we've been saying this for weeks now but hopefully i maybe see you next yeah. week still if I, I everything think, I, I think so for out. me
0: i would i'd do the sweet 16 and on i do not think i'll make it next week but we'll see that's fluid what We'll have to see kind of how things play out, and um, definitely
1: short episodes. So I appreciate anybody that uh, tuned in. I know that content overload for everyone right now, so I think this is probably best. But maybe we'll try to catch up this weekend, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to Nashville unless they yeah. send me an email and say I cannot go. Well, oh shit, let
0: me check my email. <laughs> <laughs> well, wash your hands. Be careful. Less fans, less exposure. So just be careful down there. Yeah, let's
1: let's try to catch up though. Maybe yes. after um, Kentucky wins Friday or yeah, something, let's, um, let's we'll jump on. on here and I'll give you the sights and sound from nashville but all right, all right man watch your hands you too, too and we will talk soon thanks everyone right. yeah let's let's um, we'll jump on. on here and i'll give you the sights and sound from nashville but all right, all right man watch your hands you too, too and we will talk
0: thanks for listening make sure to follow cats by 90 on twitter at cats by 90 you can also follow aaron and drew at a gershon 99 and at big blue drew 33 and remember no matter the opponent It's always Cats by 90